Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mastering College to Career Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Botero, and in this podcast, we help college students just like you get internships and job offers from top companies. In this podcast, we explore topics such as networking, interviewing, resume writing, and many other topics that will get you those jobs. Not only do I speak on these topics myself, but I also interview other subject matter experts, including CEOs, university presidents, and Fortune 500 executives. We also interview college students just like you in the hopes that you can relate to their stories and learn from their journey. So if you're a college student looking to get ahead, look no further and welcome to the Mastering College to Career podcast. All right, so before we get started, I want to take a couple of seconds to tell you about the Mastering College to Career Academy. The Academy is a mentoring program that helps college students land the jobs of their dreams before they graduate. In this academy, I will teach you application hacks that will automatically help you beat over 90% of all other job applicants, networking tactics that will give you access to the hidden job market where over 80% of jobs are filled, interview techniques that will practically guarantee you make it through every round of the interviews and win the offer. And I will also connect you with my network of thousands of HR professionals and hiring managers that love hiring my students. So if you're interested in learning more about this program, just send me a message and let's see if the academy is a good fit for you. All right, welcome, welcome back to this uh, short episode. It's going to be more like a kind of like a, a conversation with one of my mentees. I have Tiffany Hines with me today, and she just recently received the job offer as a graphic designer at Crest Home Designs. And I'm excited just to have this conversation with Tiffany about her journey and really making sure that you, as somebody who's listening to this, know that the strategies are going to be the same for everybody, you know, really following and executing the strategies that I teach in the Mastering College to Career Academy, but really understand that everybody's journey is a little different. And so I wanted to do this little series to kind of help um, you as a student understand and see different uh, mentees stories and their journeys and how they're all different, but ultimately what leads them to, to receive their, their job offer. So Tiffany, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Daniel. No, thank you so much for, for, for joining me today and for sharing and allowing me to share like kind of like the project that you designed for the interview and kind of allowing me to create a little case study about you. So tell me, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, so just to tell you guys a little bit about myself, um, I graduated from Philadelphia University, which is now Thomas Jefferson University uh, with a, a bachelor's degree in fashion design. So I graduated about 2018 and, um, you know, I'm originally from uh, Southern Delaware and uh, about a year ago, I moved to the city, the Big Apple, and um, in, in order to pursue my dream of uh, becoming, you know, a designer. And um, so just really trying to figure out what kind of designer I want to be. And uh, I've started I got a, my first industry job at an apparel women's wear company um, and so then uh, due to the pandemic unfortunately I was laid off and uh, I was back in the job search again and that's when I connected with Daniel and then what around what time what, when you connected with me around was that like around April May yes that was um, April around April when so I 
came upon the Mastering uh, College to Career program. And then tell me a little bit more about your experience with the program and kind of like what were some of the biggest takeaways that you had? Well, <clears throat> what drew me to um, the program was definitely um, how factual um, Daniel was about the numbers and the um, basically what also drew me is when he first started talking about um, the probability of getting a job with applying online with my first job in women's wear. I mean, with my before I got my first job, I was right out of college. I was applying. I probably filled out um, a thousand applications. It took me nine months to get my first um, fashion design job. And it wasn't even at uh, the, you know, the company that I was happy at. So I ended up, and still I ended up getting that job through a referral, a friend that um, had worked there first and then referred me to replace her. So really that is what drew me to the program is definitely that, you know, wow, this applying online doesn't really seem to be working for me. So what are some other strategies I can use to find, to be able to get to that interview um, place yeah yeah and so i want to make sure that the people watching this or listening to this understand like when you apply online you're essentially leaving a lot of the job search up to luck and what happens is that anytime you submit your resume online even is whether it's through a job board site like linkedin monster indeed handshake or if it's directly to the company's website what happens is that your application goes into an applicant tracking system which is a, a piece of software that just go, uh, that manages all those applications and because of efficiencies and because companies don't have the time and resources to review every single one of those applications, what happens is that uh, the system kind of like goes through them and ranks the applicants themselves. And so the odds of you actually getting your resume or application seen by a recruiter, hiring manager, HR manager are very slim to none. So like I always like to say this, like trying to get a job by applying online is like essentially trying to win the, trying to become rich by playing the lottery. Like, sure, there are some people who do it, but for the vast majority of us, especially if you don't have like the perfect resume, the perfect GPA, the perfect work experience, where the applicant tracking system is highlighting your application, you're not going to get noticed. And what happens is when you are in a position where you're just applying online to hundreds and even thousands of companies, you, for a fact, know that out of those thousand companies, not all those thousand companies are going to be your perfect job. And you're actually being more like reactive instead of proactive, which means that like, like your first job, you applied to hundreds, if not thousands of companies. And there was a few that reached out and this one finally gave you an offer. And what happens most of the time, and I don't know if this was in your scenario, but you're going to accept the first job offer that comes to you because you're probably already tired of, inter of applying for jobs. So the first time you get a job offer, you're going to start researching the company after you get an email from them and you then start figuring out how to justify why this is a good decision. Yes. Instead absolutely. of, instead of what we talk about in the Academy and it's what, what do I tell you to do, Tiffany? Um, well, in the Academy, you definitely, um, you teach us that you, uh, the basically that you want to have your options open um, and you don't want to have to go with the um, the one and only job offer that you get. So in my case, that, that definitely applies to me because um, I had this one referral 
which when I got the job offer, I accepted um, a salary that was way be below um, my worth. Um, and also, um, I went on Indeed, and the company's um, the company's like environment and culture rating was like a negative one. So you know, I took what I could get, and I don't regret it at the end of the day because it got me to New York. But at the end of the day, you really want to be at a, it's really great when you can start at a company that values their employees, that um, definitely wants to give you a fair salary, that has fair benefits, because it really does make a difference. Also, what you taught us in the course was starting at a right salary. So when you have one person starting at a salary that they're worth, they're gonna be able to reach a higher salary, a six-figure salary possibly, and a lot less time than someone who is starting at a, a salary of pretty much a low-wage worker. Yeah. Yes, with a college degree. Yeah. So that's definitely true. And it's so important. And so the key here is for, for me, like the biggest takeaway in this section is do the research in the companies before you apply versus apply and then wait for the companies to reach out to you. Because like all of us, we're going to be inclined to figure out why we should work there. And then we might just settle for a job versus if we did the research before we apply, we know that we might do less applications and we might do less networking because we're narrowing down our search a little bit, but it's going to be more impactful because once they do reply, we know that it's a company that we've already kind of vetted out. Hey, Daniel here. Hope you're enjoying this first half of the episode. But before we move on to the second half, I wanted to share the story of Luis Guzman, a student that has gone through the academy and found so much success. Enjoy. I am here in the new office for my internship that I got thanks to the Mastering College to Career Academy. I'm with one of the um, top accounting firms in the world and I wouldn't have done it without Mastering College to Career Academy and Danielle's Spatero help. Honestly, I started noticing the difference once I enrolled because previously I would apply to pretty much everywhere and I would spend two or three hours to just get the email two weeks later, hey, I'm sorry. We decided to move forward with a different candidate. But once I enrolled and I started applying the knowledge um, that is in the modules, I started getting um, interviews and eventually offers. And I'm graduating with four internships and I got a full-time offer in San Francisco with the top accounting firm in the world a year before graduation. So I don't want you to sleep on it. This is a no-brainer. It's literally step-by-step step on um, how to become an ideal candidate. I hope you all the best of luck and don't, don't think too much about it. If you want me to help you reach your career goals, just contact me. And now let's get back to the rest of the show. So this, this current position that you got, was it through applying online or how did you get it? Um, this current position that I got was, was not from applying online. I have not gotten any opportunities, job opportunities or freelance opportunities by applying online. They all have been through uh, my network. So um, one of my previous coworkers at my first uh, job at the women's wear company, uh, she referred me to uh, this new position, to this new company. And that's how I got this new position. 
And so let, walk me through kind of like how you got ready for this. So one of the things that was extremely impressive and how you were telling me this story, which I thought it was extremely fascinating is that um, the referral, if for everybody listening, a referral is not a guaranteed job offer. So there's, there's a, what a referral is, is essentially getting you the visibility that you need so that you can actually get your fair shot and your application to be reviewed fairly. And from there, most of the time, especially if you have a very strong referral, and someone that actually knows your work. So in your scenario, Tiffany, you had a, a coworker from a previous job that referred you. They knew your work. They knew what you could bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And they referred you to, to the open position they had with their company. That is the best type of referral. And that leads to an interview. So your friend didn't guarantee your job. She just pretty much set you up, gave you the alley-oop for you to dunk it, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so but you still needed to be successful in the interview. Like it, it, you still needed to impress the decision maker, knowing the decision maker is not the recruiter. The final decision maker is the manager of the team that you'll be working for. And I remember you sharing with me that it came down to two candidates um, and, that, um, and the other candidate had a lot of relevant work experience. So you went to school for, for fashion, but what was the type of job that you were applying for? And tell me kind of like what some of the strengths that you had applying for and some of the weaknesses and how did you overcome that? Okay, um, so the so the job that um, the position that I have now, the job that I was um, interviewing for was for a graphic designer position to design um, packaging for home goods. So um, I have no experience doing packages design, but being in fashion design, a big part of putting presentations together in fashion is graphic design. So I definitely know Photoshop and I definitely knew Illustrator. So that was basically my biggest concern was that going into this interview that they were gonna look at my resume and say, well, I don't see any graphic design or packaging in, in the term, you know, in a home goods realm on your resume. So what I did is I prepared a project. So I prepared a project with three mood boards and um, different packaging examples to show them so they have no doubt to, that I could d definitely do this job. And so what helped with my, um, my previous coworker who referred me to the job, she was there uh, talking me up the whole, um, before the interview saying like, she's a great designer. She's hard worker. She's very professional. Um, she's, you know, gr a great person to work with. She works really, really hard. So that kind of, um, created like a halo effect over me. So don't, on the day of the interview, all I had to do was to come and prove that, that I was who she says she already said, I, that I was who she was saying I was. So I came in with a great bubbly personality and then I showed my portfolio. And yes, it came down to two candidates, me and another guy who had 14 years experience at Macy's. And um, the hiring manager ended up admitting that he liked both of us and he wanted to hire both of us. And that's what happened. He hired both of us. And I think that's, that's amazing because the project that you created. So I, I talk about creating a potential proof project or a potential proof document and ultimately understand why companies hire, right? Companies, when companies are hiring is because they they have a problem they're trying to solve by hiring this individual. And in this scenario, they're looking for a graphic designer to create labels. And because you clearly understood what they were looking for, 
and you clearly demonstrated with your portfolio and your project how you created the mood boards and the labels for three different examples, you made hiring you a no-brainer. Because even if the other person had 14 years and he could, was amazing, you showed why you were amazing too and that you don't necessarily need 14 years to provide the same level of work that he did, right? And so that is the, exactly the, like the point. You made hiring easy for them because ultimately understand if you're listening to this, put yourself in the decision maker's shoes. They want to hire someone on their team that's going to be able to do the job because they don't want to babysit them and they're responsible for that team. So if you can show them why you can do the job, not only do the job good, but do the job extremely well, then they will go and fight for you into what he did. He went to go fight how he can hire both because he, yeah. he and that is an amazing story and it really illustrates the, the point of how important it is to showcase your potential and make it such a no-brainer hire so like you like nailed it like you you nailed it i i, I was so impressed by the uh, by the designs that you make so even just the, the technical aspect of the job you like you you killed it like i'm like now when i go to like target which is where my wife shops or marshall's and home goods I'm going to be looking and comparing them to what you did because those were like, yours look amazing. Um, Tiffany, last words of advice you got for any student or recent grad listening to this conversation? Um, well, my biggest advice would be to don't give up um, and really use your community, use your network. Make sure that everybody you know knows that you're looking for a job because you never know who can be that referral for you. And also um, when it comes to uh, people that you're connecting with, if the connection is not working, then, or if it doesn't really feel like it is uh, manifesting, then that's okay because they're part of a, making a good network is having a good connection to people. So people that you can trust that will definitely uh, go stick their neck out for you in a way and talk really good about you. Those are the type of people that you want referring you to jobs. So just keep that in mind. Also, when you think about who you're connecting with, who you're staying in touch with. Yeah. And, and one thing you just said about um, making sure you let people know that you're looking the key here is letting them know and be very clear to say, here's what I'm looking for, right? You can't just say, hey, I'm looking for a job because then you can't, no one can help you. They'll just be like, well, Walmart's, Amazon's hiring, like go, you know, McDonald's is hiring, like you want a job. No, no, you don't want a job. I am looking for a graphic designer job. Like this is, this is what I'm looking for. And the easier you can like spoon feed like the information to them and letting them know, here's what I'm looking for and here's what I can use your help with then the easier it is for you to stay top of mind and have those referrals naturally come at you. And I think that is the key to being very strategic with your LinkedIn profile, because if you can communicate that in your LinkedIn profile and then create content from your LinkedIn profile, people will see your profile more and you'll stay top of mind. And then that's where it's going to be like, Oh, we're, I'm not in that department, but, I just overheard a conversation that someone in the department is looking for a graphic designer. So let me call Tiffany, right? That's exactly, that's exactly what happened, Daniel. Was, uh, my friend was in the sales department. She heard of 
of a conversation about a graphic designer leaving. And that's um, when right then and there, she mentioned me to the hiring manager. So that that is exactly how, how it happened. And that's really true. My last uh, word of advice would be definitely to brand yourself because a lot of times I would feel discouraged when I would reach out to someone and they didn't respond. Well, a lot of times people don't know what you can offer them. They just think you're asking for mentorship and they just think they have to give and not be able to receive from this mentorship relationship. But that's not true. I know a lot of students have a lot to offer. And so you want to show that on your online platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. And definitely something that Daniel taught me was that you want your profile to uh, to draw the um, companies that you want to work for and not draw the companies that you don't want to work for. So that was definitely something really important that resonated with me. No, I love it. Thank you. You know, thank you so much for agreeing to come to do this, like, interview kind of podcast with you i i am looking forward to staying connected with you and seeing how you progress through your career um you honestly did such an amazing job executing this you were just awesome and for everybody else listening just don't lose hope you know really focus on the strategies uh, be strategic about your job search and don't leave it up to luck you know really take control of it uh tiffany again thank you so much for joining and thank you everybody for listening catch you guys on the next episode All right, my friend, congratulations for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. In the age of short attention span, this speaks volumes of you. So now, if you found value in this episode, then I am sure you're going to find value in the Mastering College to Career Academy. So if you want to learn more a little bit about that academy, go to masteringcollegetocareer.com or just send me a message. Thank you so much for listening and catch you guys all on the next episode.